0: Sports call or text at 916-339-1140. One o'clock. That will be in the middle of our King's Round Table. You will have a chance to win Daniel Tosh tickets at Hard Rock Live, which is April 12th. Hit up the Folsom Lake Honda hotline at one o'clock. We will have one of the round table, the Sacktown Sports Kings Insiders. Pick a number for your chance to win. Let's get out to Freddie, who's been patiently waiting through the break. Freddie, you're on Siles and Watkins. What you got for us?
1: Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. First off, I want to say, you know, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Hope everyone has a great one with their loved one. Appreciate that, Um, Freddie. Same to you and yours. uh, No problem. But the reason for my call today is I just wanted to touch up on the whole Steve Wilkes conversation that you guys were having a few moments ago. Uh Mm-hmm. I mean, me, I'm a, you know, I bleed red and gold. And just from what I've seen this season, it just looked like Steve Wilkes was a little in over his head. I mean, coming in from a situation in Carolina where, you know, expectations weren't high to coming into a situation where, you know, excellence is, you know, nothing less than excellence was, you know, expected. I just, it just showed that he, uh, you know, he, he's just not the right fit. You know, the Niners added a lot of uh, a few quality defensive players, you know, on the defensive side of things. And they performed. They underperformed. They didn't perform as good as they did last season. And you can argue that they, you know, that they were better. But it just didn't show up on the stat sheet. And I'll, I'll take you guys' answer off air. Uh, but I want, uh, I want your opinion. What do you guys think of a uh, potential Mike Rabel taking over the defensive coordinator spot?
0: Yeah. No, that's a great call, Freddie. Was that you, Chris, who said that during the, yeah. Crosstalk? Yeah, during the cross talk? Yeah, Chris even time. brought that up during the cross up with Carmichael Dave and, and Jason Ross. Yeah, this is what's this is what's so interesting. These numbers really don't matter because what matters is how you end. Cause I'm looking here, I'm on pro football reference and seeing team defense. Baltimore Ravens were one, Kansas City Chiefs were two, and the Niners were three. Right. Yep. But I guess, does that not matter? <laughs> I mean, championship defense to me. Ma- maybe it doesn't matter. Right. So you take. So you got to be number one. <laughs> right. You take a you take a Kansas City Chiefs team who has a number two defense in the league and Patrick Mahomes, sometimes it's just a rough draw. Sure. Right. Now,
2: now I know, like I said. I would like to know where the Niners' offense falls as well because it's like, I mean, if you have the number three, I don't care if you have Patrick Mahomes. If you have the number one or, or if you have a top three offense and a top three defense, yeah, I'm sorry. That's 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 not really an I yeah, I, I feel like that defense is is more than more than good enough.
0: That's well that's that's the tough part of this, right? Now I'm looking here, it how says, many
2: advantages do you have to have? You know, at according some point. to what
0: I'm seeing, NFL team from foxsports.com, NFL team regular season offense rankings. The Niners were number two. So they were number three in defense, you go. number two in offense. And again, this is what is so tough. You read we read it off. What was it yesterday, a couple days ago? Punt, fumble, punt, field goal, punt, fumble. There was one touchdown. There was one touchdown because Ray Ray McLeod wanted to be. He literally said, We got the quote, I'm a playmaker, playmakers Mm -hmm. make plays. Michael Irvin. That's the one. We went to the Michael Irvin party, by the (laughs) way. Uh, Shout out Michael Irvin. Let me go to the party. That was the one touchdown that the Chiefs scored in regulation. Yep. And Steve Wilkes gets out of here. Like I said, I think everybody just feels like something was off. Sure. But w- was there something off? Now, special are, teams. Are we saying that they were number three in spite of Steve Wilkes? Is that what it is? Right. I don't know. Also, I don't think
3: that so. Ray Ray quote, man, that bo- I don't think that fool ran back a touchdown all year. So He had a couple good runs, but I don't a think he got yeah, runs, he's a playmaker, though. I, just, yeah, I can't believe he said that out loud. That's crazy. I. I <laughs>
2: It's not it great. literally makes me it's,
3: sick, bro. I, yeah. Also, no one's really talking about Jake Moody. That kick, that extra point. I mean, I don't like to play hypotheticals. Yeah, but it was blocked because it was such it was a low, low kick. It was right? a low kick. <sighs> if they kick that, I don't want to play that game. But <laughs> it's ugly. Yeah, it's ugly. You never know.
2: I think it's because he made those two field goals, right? I Who mean,
3: cares? <laughs> and- <laughs> you know, like I mean, it was- extra point. Bro, it's called the extra point. It's like a free – it should – I know it's not anymore because they moved it back, but it's the Super Bowl, my man. It's the Super Bowl. (laughs) I
0: hear you. No, for sure. I just think that's why no one's talking about it. I'm butthurt. No, I hear you. I hear you. But, yeah, the Steve Wilkes thing, if you got to get somebody – so, yeah, to your point, Chris, I guess find somebody that can make us number one. Yeah, I guess. Okay, but if it's like that, I know where you're going. If it's like that – Shanahan had the number two offense. Well, they didn't have the number one offense.
2: Also, like, again, how many advantages do you have to have working in your favor? You don't – not the, – the Super Bowl champion every year is not the number one offense and the number one defense. Like, no. yeah, sometimes you have – the number six offense and the number 12 defense but mm-hmm. you can still win a super like you don't have to have the best roster and have the best running back and have you know the best defensive line and have the best offensive coordinating you know uh, head coach in the nf like you can't have everything working in your favor in order or you don't need to have mm-hmm. everything working in your favor in order to win like you know, at, at some point it's like, you know, the the Jimmy's and Joe's got to go out there and, and execute too.
0: Yeah, right. And Dre Greenlaw, you know, we were talking about the, the two best linebacker tandems in the league yeah. with, with, with Dre and Fred Warner. And Dre Greenlaw goes down. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the luck a little yeah. bit later in the show. But yeah, I, I guess you, the argument is like you said, like, I guess it is people
2: feeling like they were number three in spite of that's, Steve Wilkes. That's what I think.
0: That's what I think. Which is, okay. Like, I mean, you're still number three, you know? Yeah, go find somebody, right? I guess
2: the argument is kind of what Nate was talking about earlier. Like, if you just feel like his specific play calling was so bad that it was putting the Niners in adverse situations, then I guess you can. But even then, who calls a perfect game? Gosh, Shanahan didn't call a perfect game. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. You have two defensive coordinators who have – since moved on, right, and you, you know, the Jets' their defense has been legit, mm-hmm. right, yep. and the Texans' defense growing yep. young, but they're on their way. So if if Steve Wilkes were to leave, because he was interviewed, right, for right. whatever reason, we won't right. get into that. If if Steve Wilkes were to leave and to get a head a head coaching role, do you think he would have? Uh, Sala really ha- hasn't had that much success, mm-hmm. right? He might be on the hot seat himself. He is, and and you have. D'Amico Ryan, who has had success, so I don't really know if there's a correlation there either. All I know is the Niners kind of wanted somebody to blame, and it seems like it's going to be Steve Wilkes, yeah. and they'll probably move on from Steve Wilkes. And then right. Mike Vrabel, he will be he'll be good yeah. next season. I have no doubt. If you went with Mike Vrabel, the Niners' defense would be good. Yeah, because they have a really good defense. Period.
2: I've got a question for you with the Vrabel, or with as Dave brought up Belichick, like. Do we think Kyle Shanahan would want another head coach in the in the building? Like I know I I know obviously like D'Amico and those guys became head coaches, but but like somebody who has a little bit of like I'm used to a certain amount of power and Mm -hmm. a certain amount of say, that just feels like a power struggle waiting to happen.
0: I think that he will now. And Kyle likes to take credit for things. Yeah, I think that he will now simply because this one hurt. I think. Gotta swallow your pride essentially. And we have more, we have we have sound from Kyle Shanahan and a lot of them, he talked about winning the big game and Hey, it, we won big games to get here. Kyle, right. we all, we, there's one big game. <laughs> there is. There, there, there's one bit. We, yeah. we know what you're saying, yeah. but there's one big no, game. Exactly. And I, and I would say that everybody underperformed the whole way. I think Kyle Shanahan underperformed. I think you could say Steve Wilkes underperformed. That offense did not look the same. I think they need to relook at that offense in general, because if you can sit here and say that defensively, those rankings don't matter because once you get to the playoffs it's different, then I'm thinking the same way for the offense because that offense did not look the same in 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 the postseason. And it ain't about weather. Okay, maybe the first the first game, but you were you had a home game. That's why you you were last you 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 had a home game. You didn't have to go to Green Bay. You didn't have to go anywhere. So if you can't look like how you've looked during the regular season at home Then I think everything needs to be revisited. I I read somewhere that Kyle decided to make – he had 11 targets, Debo. Kyle decided to make that a Debo game. When Debo couldn't get loose, he was getting clamped by McDuffie. Mm -hmm. He was getting clamped. Kyle did not make a change and decide to go in a different direction, which that direction would have only been B.A., Brandon Ayuk. And I think that's why Brandon Ayuk was feeling like, why is Debo still getting targets when he can't separate? He got 11 targets. Right. So if him, and then he pulls his hammy. <laughs> and Then he pulls his hammy. And he's still getting more he's targets than me? Targets. I got 1,300 yards. Crazy. Me? He had a
3: big run, too, after Debo. that yeah. pass. Yeah. Debo um, over me? Can I bring up something you briefly mentioned mm. last segment sure. that kind of got me excited, which is not normal after Super Bowl loss? Okay. You mentioned Belichick as defensive coordinator for the 49ers. I like that. but why? sure you do. I like that. But
0: Belichick would do it why?
3: I don't know.
0: Because he's not doing it to prove that he can (laughs) then – he's too old to do it and then be a head coach (laughs) again. He needs
3: needs the wins as head coach too, right? That's the record he wants?
2: I would say – I mean, maybe if he feels like there's not – he's not going to get that head coaching job – you could argue that there is a pretty good route to Belichick getting a lot of praise if he's the thing. He joins this Niners team, yep, which is ready to win a title. Yep. He joins on that staff and, you know, pretty much gets them over the hump. But now I'm going back into
0: Could your... be like a Buddy Ryan situation where they lift him at the end But now I'm go- Kyle But now I'm going back to your thought process. Mike Vrabel saving the day Kyle Shanahan could live with. Yeah. That's Bill yeah. Belichick saving the day, right? I don't think Kyle Shanahan that's a lot can live of pride. with that. That's a lot of pride. To you me, put that aside. would come off like a KD Steph championship, sure. Where it would be Kyle Shanahan got it, but Bill Belichick, of course, yeah, he, he had to save the day. Well, that's why Bill would do it. That's why Bill would do it. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan, can you swallow your pride to win the big one? Because 20 years Are from you, now, what, what, hey man, you want to make a deal with the devil? Yeah. 20 years from now, they'll simply say that you won, Kyle. So I would do it. They all count, but man. It depends on Those how much. Those rings shine all the same. They do, sh- they do shine. Yeah. But
2: we saw a couple of them in a, on on media row.
0: Super we Bowl did race. see yeah. a couple rings. We didn't see any NBA All Star rings. though. <laughs> I was hoping we'd see at least one.
2: Do they get Pro Bowl rings? Like, I hope not. I hope they I get Pro really Bowl rings. Hope not. I hope you get no, I hope you get like a lay mm-hmm. or something. Or oh, I guess they don't do it in Hawaii anymore, but they should keep that tradition.
0: Anyway. All right. Get into a break when we get back discussing Valentine's Day. Go. Gonna have some fun with that. Then getting back into the Kings. What is wrong with the Kings? What's up with that? What what we've been seeing and what is going to happen tonight in Denver. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Local. Live and
3: local.
0: This is Sacktown Sports. Nate trying to set the mood for Valentine's Day, apparently. Oh, yes. So let's just get right into it. As I'm here, <laughs> the love doctor. Oh, thought it was Gus. This is Gus. Gus is the love doctor. As he the love know. doctor.
2: He would have been pretty good on, like, yeah, some, some late night we ads. We... St-
3: <laughs> We saw Gus's house on the way to the airport. You guys remember? No. The swamp.
0: Oh, that's right. That's not where he lives. (laughs) I thought you said that. It's just perpetually in the swamp. I saw a tent down there. You know, (laughs) it's a special evening, February 14th, Mm. that you spend with that special someone. Whether you go to dinner, (laughs) make dinner, or order dinner, Hopefully, that's all you do. Because.
3: Hey, yo. What do you mean,
0: hopefully? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Some people are hoping. I'm just saying, you can't cash. It's really hard to be out here cashing out on a gift.
3: Well, that's not the implication I thought you were
0: giving. (laughs) No, no. no. Whatever you do in your time. Enjoy. That's. Enjoy. That could be expensive, though. Your time. Well, (laughs) all right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Chris Watkins. Yeah. (laughs) Underrated, Man. overrated, properly rated. It's Valentine's Day.
2: It's it just is overrated. It just is. I'm What I'm a sorry. dude answer. I know.
3: What a bro answer. Well, he know, we're is just, a bro. He's broing
2: down on on this show today. So
3: <laughs> I'm gonna let this ride out Just this some music. Dudes. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh
2: yeah, I mean I just I think that, you know, it's I feel like it is the cliche bro answer too, but like why, why do I on a Wednesday in the middle of February have to specifically take my girlfriend out to dinner? Like why? I I get like you know maybe if you want to say February is love month like at some point that's like that's right you know
3: <laughs> that's right the shortest month is love month that's right that's right, right. Welcome that's to right. Love month. I just
2: you know like it's it's more just like why the specific day why not make it like. I'd probably have less of an issue with it if it weren't just, it just feels so random. It's just why, I I don't know.
3: I I think that's kind of the the point, you know, a little... But like, I, I
2: I don't know. I mean, yeah, it feels more for people who get lost in the rhythm of daily life and just don't really get opportunities to go out. But I feel like in today's day and age, like... I mean, people go out every week. Like, going out culture is taken off. It feels like maybe it's just here in Sacramento with all, you know, the bars and, and new virus. restaurants opening out. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it, it to me, has never felt like, uh, it just felt like a, a Hallmark holiday for me.
0: Right. Oh, Yeah, Hallmark. I, you know, I actually think it's properly rated based on, it can be properly rated based on, your significant other. I think that if you have somebody that expects a yeah, lot the expectations
2: then wouldn't it wouldn't then it moves
0: into the overrated realm. If you have somebody that understands, right? Hey, you got you got a birthday, you got Christmas, you got Valentine's, now I got Mother's Day, Columbus Day. Okay. There's a lot of That's days. That's a big one. There's a lot of days out there. So, hey, that it's just not very high on my on my totem pole. Yeah. Right. And if we and it's understand, not that we that, don't
2: celebrate. It's just we're not like you're saying. We're
0: just not going to blow it out. To me, it 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 is an age thing, or it's a where you're at in your relationship yes, thing. If you thing, right? if this is your first Valentine's Day and this is the first do relationship that you've been in a long time, go ahead do yeah. it. I have buddies go that have kids. They finally they finally got girl girlfriends now. Enjoy Whoa. yourself. But me, you know, married a vet a kid. We've been around. Been hey, in this game. We we got this dinner. We you got a card. You know the gift cards are gonna go to places I know you like. Right, and we're just gonna keep it pushing. Yeah,
3: Outback awesome. Steakhouse. Okay, well
2: we ain't a doing little bit nicer. I like, that.
0: like, or you do something you like. What? We like to cook. Like, what so we're is, what is your pl- yeah?
2: So your plan is to do you have like is it like a steak? Yeah, like, we're doing it just-
0: we're doing lobster tonight. Oh, we're doing lobster that's awesome. That's elevated, awesome. absolutely elevated. Um, yeah, okay. Nate, I think we're, we're Doordash. So got you got it. an overrated. You got to properly can be properly rated from me. Nate, where are you at?
3: So I guess I have to take you underrated to. then? You don't have to. Uh, well, you teased it like I have some <laughs> yeah, sort right. of insane theory <laughs> here. It's more based on my relationship. i has got a couple things to get off my chest here. Okay. okay. People, listeners may not know this. Uh, me and Alan are in relationships with somebody who has the same name. I have a Kayla and he has a Kayla. Right. Sure. That's weird, right? Good info. Yeah. Yeah. So I, go, I I was gonna say Kayla, but I want people to know that I'm talking about my Kayla, right. and not yours. I think they you know? would. I think that, they have put that together. One more ahead. thing: you said uh, lower on the totem pole if it's as if it's a bad thing. Totem poles: the lowest part of the totem pole is the most respected part. If you guys didn't know that, but I didn't make up that. You learn saying. something yeah, new. No, so every that's, day. so that that saying really bothers me. So the bottom on the totem pole is actually really important. <laughs> Thank Thank Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Top of the totem pole. So Kayla, my Kayla, obviously. <laughs> Is uh is in love with Valentine's Day like immensely. She weighs it a lot higher than Christmas. Maybe not her birthday. Loves her birthday, but she puts Valentine's Day at like top tier list when it comes to gifts and stuff like Christmas.
0: But Nate, Nate, you said she's putting it over Christmas
3: when it comes to gifts. When it comes, it's it's kind of crazy. It's a little crazy. It's hard to grasp. But you only got
0: three right now. Okay, so that, you weeks. only have three things to worry about, so that's not that crazy. Our anniversary. To me. See, listen, this is just how it is. This is how it is.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not on a side here. No. I'm. I'm trying to be a good boyfriend. I'm about a C plus boyfriend. <laughs> right. Okay. And I'm trying to fulfill that. So, her, what she likes to do is we go to Target, and there's a list of like. Things we have to get for each other, so we go in, and this is unlovelike. we separate in the beginning, and we have a list. You got to get something that's pink. You got to get something we can do together. Oh, you're serious. I'm dead serious. I I don't pick this so out. So you have this to is do this t- tonight. Yes, you, we got to d- get something we can do together. Something um, like a that game? reminds, yeah, yeah. So that reminds you of the other person, and we do this. And I just, you know, I just do, you know, I'm just trying to be a good boyfriend here. I'm sure tr- I'm trying I'm trying my best I know
0: there's worse things you could have to do
3: I you know I I, I, I put my foot Chris down in other places
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I, I agree with that
3: but so just, what else uh so we're gonna do that tonight okay uh, I think I'm gonna cook steak like you said earlier okay we got some steaks left over that's what, too what much time you? are you are you
0: getting Bro, what are you getting like, are you going straight <laughs> to target from the show so
2: no things already. dude
3: she loves valentine's day so I had to ask her to be my valentine yesterday wow Uh, listen i'm low on her totem pole so this is important i but uh okay that i mean so she's hardcore in the valentine that's like her favorite holiday pretty much so i i I do what i gotta do to, to you know she makes compromises for me she wastes every sunday me screaming at the TV at my parents' house. That's for the fair. Niners.
2: Kayla has also brought us food multiple times. That's yeah. right. We
0: met her lovely woman. We
3: sacrifice for each other. That's We're be, partners. Yeah.
0: This is just one day.
3: It's one day, and I just if I just complain about it, it's just no. Not, you can't complain. No. About no. No, it. no. It's just uh, you're, not actually, you're, you're You're actually for the no. For the record, Nate is not
2: complaining right now.
3: I'm. Thank you, Chris. Yes. I'm not. I all I'm doing is just giving her the day, and I know she likes it and appreciates it. So it's like, all right. I'll do it. Um, I'm not gonna whine about it, and it's it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Mate, that it, is
0: beautiful. But but thanks, man. Is it overrated, is underrated, beautiful. or properly rated?
3: I'll just say underrated, just for the uh, for the giggles. <laughs>
0: it to me sounds like it is way overrated. From I, Nate's I think perspective. Nate likes it. I think he's the one saying, "Can can we can we make sure we go? I want to go."
3: Chill. <laughs> Chill on that. Don't do my voice like that either. That's not how I talk.
0: Well, maybe it is with you know. I talk like this. You don't talk like that to her. No. We've oh. had these conversations about com- about voice changes, right? Uh, I yes, we have. Okay, that <laughs> yeah. is not how you talk on Valentine's no, Day. It's
3: not. It's no. uh I don't know. I just. No, that's great. My, my foot's no, that's down great, in other Nate. departments. I honestly have a huge amount, amount Hey, come on, yeah. I honestly come on do Thanks,
2: truly come on, yeah. have a massive amount of respect for the Nate. amount of dedication I got, <laughs> that takes. Nate.
3: I have one more piece Nate. of relationship advice, low, too, if okay. you want that. I would say kick. Early one. in the relationship, <laughs> set the boundaries low. Set the standard low. So so when you do things like get flowers, yes. it's the biggest thing in that's the world. That's right. Yes. Don't. <laughs> don't flush your partner yeah. with all these gifts because that's expectations. the ex- expectations twenty four seven now. I yeah.
0: actually have something else uh, along that, and this, this you is something that I want to be at the right time. Yes, yes. <laughs> something, exactly. Something that I've also learned: don't do some if don't do something that's not on your significant other's birthday if you're not prepared. To still come correct on their birthday. I've I've failed with this because I've done a concert. And Can the you concert expl-
3: which was like a day before her exactly, birthday? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a big because mistake. you're gonna
0: have to cash out twice. Big mistake. Because you can't just say we went to a we, show yesterday, yesterday. Right. and I don't want to give a card with nothing in it. Yes. So you, can't do that. you better be prepared to cash out twice. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about birthdays. And it would be the same on Valentine's Day, right? Let's say you you wanted to hey, we're gonna go to the Kings game. I think I did actually do that. For the Warriors, when I was in the Bay, we went to see Warriors, Rockets. It was around Valentine's Day. But you still feel – you can't just wake up the next morning and say, well, we went to the game last night. Right, yeah. Doesn't you, it, work like you that. You better be prepared something to do both. At, at least minor. You gotta have at least something minor prepared. You gotta yeah. have something minor prepared. All right. Well, thank you, Nate. That's yeah, that, that, was was great. Great. You. To, that was great. Boys the music just play us yeah. out of here. Uh, okay. Play us out of here, Nate. But, uh,
3: I appreciate you guys not dogging on
0: me too hard either. But it's not you know, you
3: gotta pick your battles. That's that's relationships.
0: Wow. Outstanding yes. Valentine of the Year. Ooh. Goes to Nate. I like the voice. Chris, can
2: we get a voice from you? Yeah. Uh I can do an O.
0: Oh That's about yeah! It. You're just a really you soundboard for oh, sensual yeah. sounds. Go ahead and catch Whoa. Nate Littlefield at your local Target <laughs> tonight, dude. You throw Nate up an from Target. You we'll good. be right back with more Styles and Watch. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Appreciate Nate letting us have some fun. I had Chris and I had no clue what Nate was going to say, but no. I'll tell you, tell you something. Didn't think it was that. Definitely not. Did not think it was that. So appreciate Nate for being a good sport there. Yeah.
3: Thank you guys for having me on.
0: There you go. Absolutely. Here you go, Chris, as we get into some LeBron talk. But right before that, Just as far as the Niners are concerned, in the past 30 years, only once has the team that didn't win the Super Bowl gotten back to the Super Bowl the next year. Once in the last 30 years. No, there's only three that have done it, period. Yeah. Right? That have won it. Eight have gone back in the history of the NFL. In the past 30 years, only one team has done it. Can the Niners be the second team in the last? Does it say who the uh, one team is? It doesn't say it here. Interesting. Doesn't say it here.
3: Interesting.
2: Okay.
0: Is
3: that not the Patriots?
2: Um, is it? Read it back to me one more time.
0: Pat, in the past thirty years, only once did the Super Bowl losing team make it back the next year.
2: Um, it could have been the Chiefs. It's well, not that's the Broncos. Like, is it the Chiefs? It might be the Chiefs. Oh, it might be. I'm trying well, to think yeah, the year they
0: lost. They lost to the Bucks, and then who would have? Re- no, no, the no they took win. a year Bangles, off. Right, yeah. the Bengals. Yeah.
2: Won. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably is. The, I mean, it's the Patriots the is definitely the best guess. It's not
3: the Eagles. No, uh, it's got to be the Patriots. It's got to be. It's got to be.
0: It's not Broncos. This is good radio. My Great. Bad. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, there you go. Search through. Whitey probably knows. He'll tell us. He during, definitely he knows. Yeah, during, during, he's
2: probably during, already, during already got
0: that talk. right. As somebody who. I guess the Kings, right, have a very interesting relationship with LeBron James. Almost went. I don't know how close oh, close almost is. It was New England, by the way. It was New England, twenty eighteen
2: and twenty nineteen. They lost to Philly and then won the next year uh, against the Rams. I
0: think that should make the Niners feel good it, because it wasn't along that, that right long ago. Yeah, right. Some you can do it. Two hundred nine says Buffalo. I know. I think the Patriots were before Buffalo. It
2: said in the last 30 years. In the last 30 years, yeah.
0: So, LeBron James, a report came out today from— Buffalo
2: did also do it, though.
0: From from Woj. And it also was Ramona Shelburne. They both kind of collabed on the article. And basically, about 24 hours prior to the trade deadline, Joe Lacob called— called the Lakers to see if there was any appetite for LeBron James to move LeBron James. Joe Lacob called Jeannie Buss. It didn't go anywhere. LeBron and his camp, Rich Paul, they were asked about this, and they said they wanted to stay in Los Angeles, which I thought was pretty darn interesting for a number of reasons. The Warriors found a way to get Bronny after that. I don't – no, no, no. I'm serious. I don't think Bronny should come out of the draft. I don't think Bronny's ready. But if he is going to come out, go to the Warriors and go to Steve Kerr and Steph Curry and learn from them under their tutelage and obviously your your pops. Because I don't think he should go to some random team. I don't think he should come out, period. But if he is, I think so. I was surprised that LeBron nixed this and and said, "Uh, no, I I think I'm just going to stay. I just don't think they know what their plans are. But this has led to now – I would think if Bronny's staying in college,
2: then that would probably lend itself to LeBron staying in LA. So maybe he is going to stay.
0: Yeah. It's it's possible, man. He what is he aver- averaging like five with points, five game. points or yeah, something no, like? I that. I mean, it's
2: it's honestly like he's 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 not going to he's not going to enter the draft. There's, there's he like, shouldn't. There's no way. I mean, there, there's no way he's not going to get drafted. It would be it would be the worst advice. Uh, of all time, probably. I mean, it, it, because even the problem is, even if he does get drafted, it's like Thanassis. It's like you're not you're not drafting him for him. You're drafting him for what comes with him. And there's, it's just yeah. He's if even, if, yeah. if Bronny actually cares about his own development and actually wants, which I guarantee he actually wants to try and be an NBA player, he's gonna stay. He he's got to stay. They have enough people around him that if if. If he comes out, I mean, that's that's just the ultimate miscalculation from LeBron and his team, and it really says a lot about just kind of how they view themselves.
0: Yeah. This is from Anthony Slater. If LeBron has wandering eyes this summer, or if Kevin Durant does, or if Paul George is going to be a free agent at this point, the Warriors will be in on that conversation because I think they want a legitimate star wing next to Steph Curry.
2: So do we. So <laughs> so do the Kings. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, I, I guarantee the Warriors will will want to be into those conversations. It's just a matter of anyone wants to sign up for what appears to be a bit of a sink. Not a sink, I mean it's it's on its way towards sink. I think like what's their you, championship window? Well, How,
0: I think Clay would have to be gone. Yeah. Right. Wiggins too, I would assume. One of them. Yeah. But I think you could make the argument with how Kaminga is playing. You could convince somebody, Draymond, Steph, this new version of Kaminga, if you can find what's left of when really, if Kaminga's doing his thing, you don't really need Wiggins, to be yeah. completely honest. So, you, also,
2: what is Kaminga if somebody else is there? I mean, right now, they're having Kaminga try and play that Paul George mm-hmm. LeBron role. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see Kaminga take another back seat. We saw we saw how unhappy he was at the start of this year. It's gonna go right back to that next year if if they're bringing in somebody
0: else. That's a good point. So maybe they're more so looking. You have to if you think Kaminga and he was there was a report that he was untouchable. Malik, right? Where it's like
2: you give Kaminga all this leash, it's gonna be really hard to pull back that leash. Draymond just called him the second option. He should, and, and that's he's hearing that stuff Mm -hmm. and like it's again it's going to be really tough to to have him have this kind of season after he pretty much I mean he did he went public and that's pretty much why he got the opportunity he ended up getting like if he's going to go back to to being starved I I just think that that's going to lead to a ton of of problems like we saw last year with there's going to be a youth side and then there's going to be the vets Mm -hmm. and it's it it tends to not end well
0: yeah so I mean to that point, I know the Kings are going to be in on some things as well. Yeah. It depends on you know the the free agent market, the trade free market. Free agency is not good for Sacramento. Though. No, it's not.
2: Yeah, like there's, it's not realistic to expect them to get a Paul George or any of the top free agents, and that's why it's like, you know, you, it's it'll be nice that the Kings will have all of their their first round picks at the end of the year, but. You know they they're probably gonna have to uh, make a make a move for somebody via trade whoever whoever it is that they target.
0: Yeah. So then how you have the Kings now? So obviously the trade trade deadline is passed. So right. now they're stuck with what they got, and then they just start fresh next season.
2: Yeah, I mean to an extent. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's where you start exploring trades. You you can't really make many moves in free agency, especially if you're gonna re-sign Malik like that's that's pretty much all of your cap space you'll have the the what is the biannual exception or the mid-level exception which can you know pay a guy I think Malik's on it right now and it's 9.5 million a year so you you can bring in a, a an average guy but um, you're also again if, if it's going to be via free agency you're going to have to convince people that you're the best possible situation for them and mm-hmm. if the kings end up in the play-in tournament and we'll just well, whatever, whatever happens, happens. If the Kings are one of the lower seeds in the Western Conference, mm-hmm. why are they going to be the most attractive situation to anybody? Well, they're not.
0: That's, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. they're just they're just not. And you're you already kind of spoke about the things that would be going against them, and yep. now you add in the fact that they essentially because that's the other thing. They end up in the playing tournament, and they basically had everybody. And I'm not talking about the shoulder because. They're not talking about the the shoulder. the The Kings organization isn't. You have a basically another lucky season in terms of health. That basically means that you underperformed. So it's not a matter of oh, I need a piece. Why am I going to go there when you guys didn't even play to the best of your abilities? You know what right. I mean. And you have Mike Brown who's been very open saying I can make the plays, I can draw up this stuff, but these dudes got to execute. Right. So I think it's I, I think it's could be a very rough off season and you're looking to have to make some decisions that you probably didn't want to make this year and we're going to get into what some of those decisions could be after the break styles and Watkins, sacktown sports Town Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. What's up with that? Kings bench last night. The difference in the first and second half for Malik Monk and Keegan Murray in February. What's up with that, Chris? And what bothers you the most? Hold. Come on. Ooh. Yes. What's up with that? What's up with that? Thank you.
2: Yeah, it's it's Keegan in February. is just I I don't know what's going on, man. It's so weird. It feels like ever since uh HB kind of took the reins for those couple games, Keegan took a back seat in those moments. That felt understandable because those shots were going to have to come from somewhere, and you know we've it's been talked about endlessly how Keegan's improving on the defensive end and how that impacts his stamina and his usage on offense as well. Um, but man, you cannot get in the month of February seven games, eight points per game, shooting thirty nine percent from the field, twenty percent from three on four attempts a game. That's that's terrible for a guy who, especially at this point right now in the middle of his second season where internal development was the talking point all year or all off season long him playing poorly right now is it's, I don't want to say it's concerning because it makes a bit of sense to me. It's, you know, he, he, I talked about it yesterday on the live stream, but like going from March madness to pre-draft to draft to summer league, to first NBA season, to then doing the season to playoffs to then You know, maybe taking a week off and then working out with De'Aaron Fox in the summer and then starting your second season. There's just not much break time that he's had since he entered the league. And so I'm putting it on fatigue. I think, you know, the all star break is always placed at at always the perfect time. It feels like right when guys are kind of starting to lose some juice, the all star break comes. And I think that's what I'm going to say with Keegan here. But man, it's been tough. And I mean, if the Kings. Again, if, if they're lucky that De'Aaron and, and Domas are healthy right now because if they were relying on Keegan Murray and he was putting up these performances, we'd probably be having some, some pretty harsh conversations right now.
0: I have no clue what to do with Keegan Murray. I have no clue at this point. And I know he had that out. We've seen these flashes before. But, I mean, even in the flashes that we've seen, he's – making a bunch of threes, right? I mean, I just truly have no clue what Keegan Murray is going to be. And I don't know that anybody can sit here and say that they've seen enough from Keegan to know that the Kings have an an all-star in the, within the next two to three years. And that's scary. Sure. That's scary going into an offseason where – I don't know if De'Aaron Fox is one A. I think Sabonis is the one A right now. That's I how agree. I feel, yeah, and I at think least regular season, at least regular season, right? So I'm looking around, Chris, and and it's, and that's not to say I, I I'm I'm not trying to say that this season is done. I just don't think that they're going to win a championship. So for me, it's hard to continue to to only focus on this season. We're gonna. We have a bunch of games to play. Chris now is, is the optimist yes. here, and we've, we've kind of freaky friday this whole situation, freaky Wednesday, whatever you want to call it. And hey I yo, just
2: – Valentine's Day. Uh,
0: especially if we're – yes. If, okay, hold on now. Hey, yo. if you're If you're looking at what Keegan is going to be for the rest of this season, him as your number three, the inconsistent play of De'Aaron Fox, uh, it's just not enough. It's just yeah. not enough. I think you're just you got to hope for progression,
2: like you said. Like yeah. they're not going to win a championship this year. So with what we've seen from Keegan, he's not going to just. I mean, maybe he will. Maybe second half of the season yeah. he'll come re-energized, and it's a it's more of a sprint that second mm-hmm. half as opposed to this whole season feeling like a marathon so maybe Keegan can can click in and i mean his defense has been great this is mainly on the offensive end he is taking leaps and bounds on the defensive end there's tons of numbers isolation defense numbers that will tell you Keegan is is there and is making the leap on defense but you know you, you got to Keegan Murray was also as the number of, what four pick in the draft his offense is why he was taken and yes his, his defense is a huge huge positive which is kings team desperately needs they need another guy who defends to the level of Keegan Murray as well but you need him to be consistent offensively and that's the thing that I'm just going to look for for the rest of the season with them not going to win a championship it's how close can Keegan get to building towards that I mean you see Jonathan Kaminga. we were just talking about him during the break uh, he he's a guy who who took a leap in the middle of the season. man. I think that's kind of the hope for what you can have as a Kings fan for Keegan the rest of this way is that something just clicks and everything starts to make sense. He can get into his own rhythm and you can just kind of take it into next year and and feel feel good about the direction in which he's going offensively. But, you know, yeah, frankly, if we're just looking at the actual production of what's been done here today, it's, it's, a, it's a little sketchy. I mean, I think, you know, they were expecting Keegan to be more involved on the ball, and they tried. They really tried in the first half of the season, but I, I think that, you know, it, he just didn't – if you gave Monty McNair and the Kings organization truth serum, I think they would all tell you they probably wish Keegan was a little bit further along in his development.
0: He took two threes last night.
2: Yeah. Two. Can't have that. You know how many threes Davion Mitchell took?
0: He took three. In probably way, way less time. That can't happen. 17 minutes for Davion, he took three. Keegan Murray in 34 minutes took two. Yeah. You know, Chris, last week we talked to Heisman winners. We talked to Troy Smith. We talked to a lot of Warren Moon Hall of mm-hmm. Fame players. And we discussed how certain guys, certain quarterbacks, don't want to be put in categories, right? oh, I don't want to be a dual threat, so I'm not going to run because I don't want people to think I'm only trying to run. See Jordan Love, certain players like that. I'm seeing situations where Keegan, it's almost like the work that they're trying to put in, it's it's crossing over too much into the game, and he's not going on Instincts. He's pump faking and trying to get to the lane because we know that they've been working on right. more interior moves. But, brother, shoot the basketball. Right. If you got it, shoot it. They all need to be counters. Because you're yeah. still trying to develop yourself as a shooter. Yeah. Let's not act like Keegan is is a, a splash brother in his prime. Hold on. He could get Hold there. On. Hold on. But he could get 203s there. last year shot 40%. That's one year, though. That's his rookie year. Okay, but Chris, Chris, because he did that, now I'm good on threes. I can just work on other stuff? Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, because you know that He's been trash this year from three. Yeah, I wouldn't say trash this year. Okay, but he hasn't been doing – he's not doing what he did last season. Sure, sure. So all of a sudden, oh, I'm not going to take this three because I need to work on my inside game. I just don't think he's done enough in the league to abandon the three like that.
2: Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I definitely do. I just think that that's part of developing. I mean, that's he, he can't like when else is he supposed to be no, it? I'm just things? saying he's doing it too you much. Gotta, you got to get your beak wet a little.
0: He's bit. doing it too much, is what I'm saying. I think I'm we've saying. seen
2: him take a step back, though. I think, I think like he was doing too much, in my opinion, in the start of the mm. year. And then it's really felt like they have pushed back a lot or pulled back a lot of the Keegan Murray offensive responsibility. And I, I don't know. To me, it just feels like he's turned into like HB again, where it, or HB just in general, not again. Um, but it feels like he's just – he's standing out on the corner and he's just – he's not yeah. looking – he doesn't feel the confidence of I'm this team's third or fourth option and I need to get mine at any specific point. Felt like at the beginning of the year, even though it didn't look great and his percentages weren't great, there was times when Keegan Murray had an – I wouldn't even say an ego, but he was like, oh, this is, this is where the team wants me to kind of take mm-hmm. – Take the reins, and he's he's just not doing that anymore.
0: Harrison Barnes took four threes last night. He took eight shots. Yeah. Keegan Murray took nine shots. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay, and a, a game like that, look, man, we're kind of screwed regardless because they got they got Kate. That's why we saw Davion right. and Keon playing together. So a, a day like that, I mean, Keegan, it's not as if there's one guy to focus on anyway. Sure. You need to get some shots. We need to score. Yeah, because you because I'm looking here at the numbers. Nobody got clamped. KD at 28, Booker at 25 and Beal defended himself. <laughs> and then you had, and then you had the guys that we talked about, Grayson Allen with 19 and Eric Gordon with 23. So it's yeah. not like he that that's the whole thing. If your job is stopping. Right. And that's slowing that, down, slowing down. And that's, you know, hindering your offense. Well, you're not really doing that either. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be hard on Keegan because I know how young he is. I'm being hard on Keegan because of what this Kings organization is telling us yeah. he is or he or what he is going to be. Yeah. He if you're an untouchable, be, yeah. I'm not looking. At, it's the same way I treat Brock Purdy. And, and J- Jalen Hurts got paid a Brock Purdy. If J- Brock Purdy is now the dude, I'm going to, I'm not going to say, oh, my gosh, what a cute story. Sure. No, now I'm looking at you like you're the dude.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: If you're untouchable, that's how I'm going to treat you. Yeah.
2: I think I would just I I think that's totally fair. I would just say they're probably I don't think I feel it feels like they have pulled back mm-hmm. on the Keegan being that dude sure, thing. It feels sure. like this second half again when HB started going when I mean Malik has now had six of seven games where he has twenty plus points. It just kind of feels like as an organization maybe it was intentional maybe it wasn't but it feels like they have said first half of the season was for Keegan development mm. second half of the season feels a little bit more like, all right, let's ramp up for the playoffs. What kind of things can we do that we're actually going to try and do in the playoffs? And I think that's why you've seen some random Kessler Edwards minutes. I think it's why you're seeing Davion enter the rotation again. And I think it's the reason why you see Keegan kind of taking a back seat is because, you know, Keegan, like you said, the future. That's 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 all Keegan Murray, the Mm -hmm. future. But right here, right now. I think we saw like, you know, for those three games, HB can be a more productive player right now today. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you have to completely give up on Keegan Murray and still try and give him a little just because it why has it got to be all or nothing? Like, yeah. why why can't it be not, not for you, for Keegan? Like, why is it either you're getting all of these opportunities or you're taking this massive backseat? I, would, I think he just needs to do a better job of finding a balance of being in the middle and, you know, still finding moments of which he has here and there. But um, I think he just needs to do a better job of feeling impactful.
0: Yeah, I just look at the rest of the Western Conference and it's, if you don't, if you have different models, right? You either have a big three, you might even have a big four, or you have an elite two, whatever it is. And I feel like the Kings aren't really sure what model... They're moving forward with, and they're not going to know until the end of the season. To be completely honest with you, and and that's going to affect how they decide to to make any moves. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, previewing the Nuggets and Jokic Styles and Watkins, Stackdown Sports.